And what's going on, everybody? Welcome back. Bear Down Sports Association Podcast. Actually, episode 157 this time. Uh, as you can see, TJ is now done with the league. It is me and Tommy for the rest of the way. Um, it's me. It's Tommy. 10.35 start pretty early. Tommy, how you doing? I'm good. Good. We got a week two recap. I know it's been a while since we were on the airwaves. Uh, I tried to, we were going to do it last week and then I got busy. Um, we're just going to do a week two recap, week three preview, and we're going to be full back into the league. Uh, we're jumping right back in. I hate having a bye week in the, in the season, especially between week two and three, because I feel like that's a week where people can build and really get their team settled in under, the, under their feet. But uh, I hope that the layoff, maybe teams got together. Maybe I'm wishful thinking, but... Hopefully the teams that haven't got off to the best starts uh, figure it out, and the teams that are already rolling continue to roll. Uh, anything before I start this recap? Nope. Let's get right into it. All right. First game of the day was an ugly one. Uh, ooh, excuse me. Uh, the Falcons against the Dolphins. Falcons win the game 26-6. to Dolphins second straight week, no offensive touchdowns. Can't win this league if you can't score. Yeah, uh, that's for sure. Sustainable drives. That, that's what I'm looking for. Even if the offense falters, you know, in the red zone, you're still looking for that sustainable drive. Haven't seen it yet from no. this team. Yeah. And it's a very good team. They have good players. They got good receivers. They have a good line with Harnish back this week. Jarwar. Um, I think we should see Frankie on the line more. Give Negron as much time to throw as possible. But I think the same things that we said about Negron in his first season, in the beginning of the season, we're seeing it again. Not getting rid of the ball fast. Not letting his athletes do the work for him and just holding on to the ball way too long and taking way too many sacks. Yeah, see, this is what, this is what I'm, I'm, I'm puzzles. This is what puzzles me. His first two picks were, were linemen, not not just linemen, really, really, you know, good blocking off. Great linemen, right? And who can catch the ball also? Jaw was a weapon. Yep. Um, I don't know why his reads are late, but I was watching one particular series where uh, he had um, Dexter come over the middle. He breaks over the middle. He's open on the break. Doesn't throw the ball. Came across the middle. Open. Does not throw the ball. He waited him to get to the sideline before he threw the ball. And then he was like left. Yeah, exactly. And if he catches the ball, it's it. He's it has the defender right on top of him. And he's just he's he's late with his reads, and I don't know why. Can't explain it. And this is causing him to to get sacked or throw under duress or or make a bad throw. throw. Yeah. yeah, it's just it's not a recipe to win. Yeah, um, the big story of this game was Tuna. Seven sacks, um, close to a league single-game record. He was a monster, especially late in this game. He got picked up a lot of sacks late when uh, the Dolphins were just trying to get anything going offensively. Tuna just put an absolute stop to it. They were only rushing two, and he was getting sacks, which is kind of more of the court. I'd say it's more of the offensive line's fault. Three guys against two, and you're not being able to protect them. Um, some of the sacks were definitely Negron holding on to the ball too long, but I think that Tuna was doing a good job and was making plays. Leota is doing a really good job um, manning and playing and leading that defense. Uh, Leota has been playing in the middle. They allowed zero points defensively in this game. Uh, very hard to pitch a shutout in this league. I think it was a great team effort. You had a bunch of guys pulling flags. I'm looking down the stat sheet now. A bunch of guys with ta- all the guys taking tackles on the day. Um, honestly... Dolphins need to figure it out. I really like what I saw from Griffin Lutz. Very good player for the Dolphins. I think in the ground, get him the ball the way he got Paul the ball a little bit. Big body athlete. Could generate some offense. Dexter, too, I think. But the story of the game, Falcons, defense, allowed zero points. Dolphins don't score for a second straight week. Yeah, listen, I love the way uh, this Falcon team, um, uh, Chris uh, Hogreef, is, is leading them offensively. And on the other side of the ball, defensively, you got Leota and you got Tuna. You be yeah, Q, yeah. Aaron Ford making his debut looked really good. They they are good on both sides of the ball, and they get leadership from both sides of the ball. That's right. what makes us a very good team. They're very communi- They communicate a lot. You hear them talking throughout the yes. game, which you love to see from a team, especially guys, new guys playing together. Um, Hogreaf's got it going right now. Yeah. He's got it. He's really excited. He's uh, figured it out. Week. Yeah, he's definitely figured it out. He's getting rid of the ball fast. He's make, letting his guys make the plays for him. And he's been a great Using defender. His legs when he has to. Yeah, yeah, he's been a great defender this year, too. I think he gets two interceptions on the season. Yeah. Um, tackling more, I think that uh, for them, it's just continue what you're doing. Hogreaf continue to um, extend plays, get the ball out fast, and just kind of do your thing out there. You look really good. So. Yeah, and it does surprise me that Tuna's playing the way. I mean, you'd be hard-pressed to find a guy who plays with more heart than he does. Yep, Tuna was one of the sack leaders going into late into the season before injury last season, right back where he started out leading the league through two weeks. Nice. Um, I guess Dolphins' bright spot is ace, eight tackles. He's a monster in the middle. So I uh, just want to shout him out before we did the stats. All right, uh, stats. 
Hogree, 14 of 19, 76 yards, four touchdowns, seven carries, 68 yards, also at interception on defense. Uh, Leota had two catches for nine yards and a touchdown. Dwan had two catches, 18 yards and a touchdown, also had four tackles. Tuna, seven sacks and one being a safety. Q, five catches, 30 yards, two touchdowns. Aaron Ford had a catch for seven yards, also had a pass breakup and three tackles. DeJour had two catches and Henry had a catch as well. For the Dolphins, Negron was 13 of 24, 104 yards. No touchdowns, no picks. Three rushes for 21, or one pick. Three rushes for 21 yards. Uh, Jarwar, three, ca- uh, three catches for 12 yards, two sacks. Ace had eight tackles, two catches for 16 yards. Dan Dexter, four catches, 51 yards, two pass breakups. Vin Orlando did get the lone score for the Dolphins. Had a pick six uh, late in this one. It's a lone score for the Dolphins on the season defensively. Uh, Vin Orlando needs to definitely get him more involved. Did not have a catch in this one. Um... Matt Ballow, two catches and a pass break of four tackles. Griffin had the one catch, and Jordan Bowman had one catch for five yards and three yeah. tackles. Dolphins got some playmakers. He's got to get these guys the ball. He has to figure out a way. Hey, listen, if you're the Dolphins and your offense isn't working, pride yourself on defense. That's what Rowan did early in the season. I think every week we talked on here about how Rowan's defense was keeping them in games, keeping them alive in games, and letting the ground kind of work through the struggles. So I think you just need to really lock in on defense, focus on flag pulling, and just, you know, it's, we got to focus on defense because the offense isn't rolling right now. Negron get the ball off faster. I'll let you guys make plays. All right. Uh, next 9-30 game was Cowboys versus the Saints. Saints had a different quarterback playing because Ashante and Staribol didn't play. Justin Farrar did not play in this game, and Sobes played, made the return, and looked phenomenal. Yeah, it looked like the old uh, Sobes. Looked like the MVP old Sobes. If you don't know, Zach Sobieski used to be one of the best quarterbacks in our league and then kind of took a little bit of a step back and then kind of stopped uh, – Stop playing as much. I think life got in the way. Life you know? got in the way a little bit. Colin went to college, was living the yeah. life. And now yeah. he's back. He's, he's bought into the league again. And, and he looks yeah. really good at quarterback. He looked really good. He looks really good. Um, I'm just going to read his stat line right now. 20 of 27, 217 Damn. yards, four touchdowns, no picks, ran for 31 yards and a touchdown, and also had four tackles and two pass breakups on defense. He was an absolute monster on the day. Uh, the reason why, outside of Augie also, the reason why the Cowboys definitely took care of business in this game um, and that's what you do when you're the Cowboys. You're te- you have you have a bunch of quarterbacks and a bunch of skilled players on this team. When Justin's not there, you should still be able to come in there and get the job done. And against a team that was playing with guys that don't play every week, um, like I said before, they got championship DNA on that they team. Championship up and down DNA, the roster. and they took advantage of a team in the Saints who didn't have their two best players playing, and they got the job done. They went thirty-six to twenty-six. Uh, Dylan Clark played in our league for the first time for the Saints quarterback. I thought he had good moments, had bad moments. Um, he had a, he had some blocking problems. I felt like they were running some weird one lineman schemes. Yeah, I didn't yeah, get that. We didn't yeah. get it either. It you, worked you on. Live with stuff the one side of the field with one lineman. I didn't Things get it. We always. I, I'm, su- I'm surprised that the Cowboys didn't figure it out. And, and you know. Yeah, Dylan's like I know. Like if you watch the film, it was like all right. I think in the second half they outscored them twenty six to twelve. The Saints outscored the Cowboys, but the Cowboys were twenty four nothing in this game, and they were up early. They had all the momentum. Uh, Dylan had to figure out the league. He's probably, he's probably hasn't played in sevens, and God knows how long he ever has. Um, they looked good late, but it was just too little, too late. They weren't able to get the big stop to force the turn or force the turnover that gave them a real chance of coming back and winning this game. I, I liked him at quarterback. I think you know there. I saw some good things. I like to see him. You know, oh, Dylan. Yeah, oh, I hope he plays in the league. He's a beast. Yeah, I, I like see it. if he got into with his own team and you know, yeah, one hundred percent. I would. We're calling you Dylan to play in the fall. Yeah. I would like to see him play in this league. Yeah, no, I would love to see Dylan. Dylan had a great second half. He threw for 185 yards in this game and three touchdowns. Um, you can't ask for a lot more. Ran for 45 yards and a touchdown as well. Um, it was just too, it was just too little, too late. Like I said, they outscored them 26 to 12 in the second half. They definitely made it a game. They got a couple stops, but they just needed to keep getting those stops. And eventually, you're not going to stop this this Cowboys team every time. Sobes was great at extending the play, making guys miss in the backfield. Like like we said, like the old Sobes. Augie was an absolute monster in this game at over 100 yards receiving. Um, Pisco scored two touchdowns, or one touchdown. Bowen had two touchdowns. Another team effort, uh, all three games, Bowen, Pisco, and Augie have all scored receiving touchdowns in all three games. Um, that's a three-headed monster that no one wants to see. Yeah, like I said, they, they come at you with so many different great players. I think they have the best receiver tandem in the league. Yeah, you could add in Sobes, you could add in Spo, you could add in Justin. These are all guys. Yeah, that make yeah. Plays. So they're tough out. Um, they get the win, like I said, thirty six to twenty six. Um, good, good, good win. I gotta say, also, I didn't even talk about Brendan Frombach, their ninth round pick. Played very well. Um, we gave him defensive player of the week, interception, pass break, two pass breakups, two, three, four tackles. He was he he's immediately inserted himself as a defensive player in the, on that team, and he compliments them well. 
So, um, shout out to him, new guy in the league, ninth round pick, making a name for himself already. Um, I guess I'll just go to the stats. The Saints, honestly, uh, they had a lot, a lot from a lot of different people. Dylan, like I said, 15 of 26, 185 yards, three touchdowns, five carries, 43 yards, one touchdown. Nice job. And then you had a great great debut, just took him a half to figure it out. Right. Uh, Chris Hunter, one catch, four yards. Steve uh, Saletto sub for them, had two catches, 11 yards, and a touchdown, also had a sack for safety. Lou Velez had two catches, 22 yards, and a touchdown, also had a pass breakup and three tackles. Dev Kennedy had four catches for 40 yards. Nate had one catch for 18 yards and a touchdown, his first of the season, three tackles as well. And Jordan Jackson had five catches for 90 yards and a pass breakup. For the Cowboys, like I said, I already read Sobes' stat line. Spo was two catches, 20 yards, had a sack and a pass breakup. Bowen, three catches, 39 yards, two touchdowns, and three tackles. Piscopo, three catches, 20 yards, and a touchdown, also had a sack. Augie, eight catches, 111 Ooh. yards. One, one, oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. one touchdown, a pass breakup, and four tackles. Augie's been very was been great for them so far. Uh, been number one target for all three games. And then Brendan Frombach had four catches for 27 yards. Also had this two pass breakups, one interception, and three tackles we talked about. Nice job. Had a great that was a great a great all around team win for the Cowboys. All right, 10-30 game. Me versus IV, Raiders versus Bills. This was a very good game. Um slow first half, very fire uh fast paced second half. I think we got an early score because of a fumble, uh, make it 7 nothing early, gave us a lot of momentum. We shut them out before the half. Liam drops a touchdown early in the game, could have made it 7-7. Seven, seven. Uh, other than that play, I thought our defense was good. Uh, second straight week, the Bills don't score in the first half. I'm not going to say it's alarming, just a little weird, honestly. CIB teams go scoreless in half, but their defense played very well in the first half. We moved to a three-lineman set. We, we, we didn't have uh, Sal in this game, so we moved to a two-lineman set in the first half. Did not work at all. Went to a three-lineman set in the second half. Worked a lot better. Whatever they did offensively adjustment-wise worked very well in the second half. They scored three touchdowns in the second half. We scored three touchdowns in the second half. Um, game came down to a final play. Uh, we had the ball in two-yard line on a fourth down, and we converted, and we won the game. And that was really how it went. Liam was a monster. Scored three touchdowns. Two on me. He was a beast. I'm not, there's yeah. not, nothing to take away from that guy. Um, this is a really hard-fought game from both sides. Um, it was a big win for us because without Keanu, without Swags, we were able to beat the But yeah, I got uh, Jirok steps up. He oh, steps Jirok up in a big way. Big, yeah. he is, he's a star in this league. Jirok uh, caught a big touchdown, a go-ahead touchdown at a point in the game. Also had a sack. Great defender. Yeah. Great defender. He's he's a, another, just another leader on the field. I got so many leaders. I got Douglas. I got Jirok. I got Vin. I got I, myself. I, I got so many leaders on this field. We have a great defense. We talk so much. I think that... The sky's the limit for our defense. Yeah, the reason why, like, I, I, I'll sing about Douglas again. I'm watching him on a play. I think it was a run by you. Uh, he actually took out two guys in one play. 100%. Uh, it's a, you don't see these things in the box scores, but these are the things that help you that win games. That was a huge play. Huge play. It was like a 25, 30-yard Yeah, game. Exactly. Dylan, he pushes Jake Hill well left, he runs wiped, up, yeah, white, and wiped I'm, him out. And I'm like, you just, like I, I said. You, that at halftime. Yeah, you don't see that in the box score, but this is, you know, you need plays like this from players like that mm -hmm. that that brings your team to the level that you're at. 100%. And one thing about me, I don't know if you know this, but I, if you played on my team, you know this. I usually, like, I'm the one who talks in the huddle. No one else speaks. But on this team, I have so many guys that I trust in the huddle. Vin. Vin, talk, Vin called the game-winning play. Um, I usually don't go to other people in that situation. Uh, but uh, Vin's just a guy that I trust. Uh, they, again, another leader, like you yeah. said, that, you know, I'm used to watching Vin, you know, pull like these games out of quarterback. 100%. And then he's performing at wide receiver. In a big way. Big way. Big way. Um, me and him have a great rapport. Yeah. Already we've gotten to the field a bunch. Um, we made sure that we were ready when the season began. Nothing to take away from the Bills. They played a phenomenal game. IB was calling great plays. I thought, I think our defensive line is just really big and really makes you work and makes you find passing. It makes it harder to find passing lanes. Um, their defense is really good. DeLon is a beast. Mamarola played great. Um, we play, were playing two linemen in the first half, and Matt had two sacks, and he, we were leaving him to run free at me. So he did what he needed to do. Um, but their offensive output, I don't like to see that only two guys caught the ball for them. IB is someone that could easily spread the ball around. DeLon should have catches on the day. Yeah. Uh, Rougeau only had one target. Um, it was just Zay and Liam. So needs to be a little bit more, I think, out of everyone on Bill's team. Overall, though, their defense is great. They communicate very well, and they play a lot of different defenses. I, I heard five, six different call-outs. So they're, they're one and two right now. We'll talk about their second loss later, but 
they're not a team that's one and two, and I'm worried about them being exactly not, not going to be. Yeah, the, no, they're the a great the league, team. No. They played two of the better teams in the league this week, and they just fell on the wrong side of both things. Yeah, that, that shit happens. Like Ivy's going to bounce back. They're 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 a stellar bunch, but the Raiders get a win without two of their better players. So that's a big one for us. I finished 20 of 31, 162 yards, three touchdowns, one pick, uh, 32 rushing yards, and a touchdown. Douglas had three catches for 25 yards and that sack. Vin Gargano, nine catches, 81 yards, two touchdowns. Been a beast for me. Micah had uh, a catch, had a sack, three tackles, and a forced fumble. Jarrock had five catches, 43 yards, and a touchdown. Also had a sack and a pass breakup. Will Meany had two catches and a tackle. Colin had a tackle and a fumble recovery. And Lamar had a tackle. Um, for the Bills, IB was 10 of 17, 145 yards, three touchdowns and a pick. Also had 47 rushing yards. I thought we did a good job of like containing him in the rush. Um, Dude, big, no, no big spectacular. Our big plays, thing yeah. was like, just don't let him break loose. Like, right. um, Liam, seven catches, 97 yards, three touchdowns, two conversions, two tackles. DeLon had a sack and an interception. Uh, Isaiah Copes had three catches, 48 yards, also had a pass breakup. Merola had two sacks. Um, Jeff Graham had a pass breakup. Bust had two tackles, and Ryan Rougeau had a tackle. Um, a little more, I need a little more offense out of them. 20 points isn't a 20 and 21 points through those first two games for an Ivy led team isn't what we're used to seeing. No. I think League's gotten a little better. Um, but I think he could easily rise to the level. That yeah, he needs I'm not to worried rise. about No, he's no. going to rise to the level he needs to rise to start putting up points, more points on the board. Yeah. Um, all right, other ten thirty game, Bucks against the Ravens. Um, talk about the Ravens first, honestly. Okay. I didn't hate what I like, I didn't like, hate what I saw. Like, I think it was an improvement from week two. They moved the ball a little bit. What I will say is it was nineteen to twelve, and they had the ball, which proves to me that they can that that anyone says they can't play in the games like they're getting blown out. It's just not true. If you if you say they got blown out, it's not true. They were it was nineteen to twelve. And they had the ball. They obviously go three and out, punt the ball right to Mikey. Mike comes out and scores and puts the game away. But they aren't bad. Eddie needs to get a little more, like a little less fidgety in the pocket, make quicker decisions. He's one. He's so far what I've seen from him is a lot of like pump fake and running around and trying to make a bunch of guys miss in the backfield. I'm not saying you can't do that, but like that's something that's really only worked for like a few guys in this league at a high, at a successful level. Um, their line needs to do a better job blocking though. Santiago, Austin, uh, Melozzi. I need you guys blocking. Eddie needs time. Um, Q also plays quarterback. He's an electric. He's a, a better athlete. I think they should definitely make sure they incorporate packages with him playing quarterback because he's just good with the ball in his hands. I can I see think. it in the red zone. Uh, What's I'm not going go? to comment on, on the Ravens quarterback because I haven't seen enough of him. Okay. That wouldn't be fair. It looks like he's an athlete. What I can criticize is leadership. Okay. I need to see more leadership from him because... From what I hear on the sidelines, that uh, you know they're, they're not getting together for practices, uh, and if they can't do that, uh, well, uh, I've heard that he turned away to go to a Yankee game. He, t- you know, he called right. for practice and doesn't go because he's going to the Yankee game. I understand that. Uh, I go all right, now, all right, now let's get to let's get to the game early and, and go through our walkthrough. Doesn't do that either. And this piss off. These, these are little things, yeah. You know, after the game, there was some words. Uh, I heard some amongst, yeah. yeah, amongst the, themselves, and you know, A Rod's the. The vocal guy on the team. I don't blame any right on this. I, I'm actually siding with him. He and cares I, about the league. He does. You know what? And I, I, I hear. Listen, no one wants to be talked down to. Of course. And, and I dig that, and I understand that. And we've gone over this issue a, a lot of times. But it was after the game, and it was amongst themselves, and it did get a little heated where he was. He was. It was loud. Yeah. I heard and it. some guys are going. You know, this is not the NFL. It's only flag football. Here, here's the thing. You know what? You want to work out? Join the gym. You know, the guys that play in this league are competitive competitive it's competitive for an hour and then your friends after like but it's but it's 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 serious it's a serious league like some guy you know if you're gonna put your time in on a, on a sunday i mean these guys a lot of these guys are going on saturday night they're having a good time and they're making the effort to get up and show up to the field and be 100%. competitive uh when i played the only thing i asked for the guys that played with me is you know bring the same effort that i bring yeah you know if, if i'm getting if i'm getting up and i'm coming to this field and i'm putting I'm dedicating my time I'd appreciate if you do the same. 100%. So I don't like guys that say, you know, I'm just I'm doing this for the workout. Fuck that. Like I said, join a gym. Uh, you want to train? I got a good, there's a great trainer in this league, Carlos. Yeah. He'll train you. Great. You go to his gym. You throw up. I, th- I throw up every time <laughs> I went. Go, go, go. You come into the field, be competitive and play. I agree. Um, and on that note, really, I'll just say like like the comment, like it's not, it's not the NFL. Like, yeah, obviously it's not the NFL. But like, like you said, like, 
you come here and some guys we be taking that shit serious for an hour for an hour or two that shit serious i come i go home i i got a few plays ready to go each week you know like it's, you got to have something going. There, there are some guys that play in big money leagues right yeah uh the guys last week yeah fifty thousand yeah, dollars yeah. all right and i'm sure they take it serious too 100%. all right you put this league together you want it to be one of the best leagues and, and i i think it's well on its way of being that yeah you got you you put a lot of stuff out there that offers more than a lot of leagues do yeah, right. so it should be taken serious. Right. So, yeah, I, to me, the money makes no difference. If I'm paying $10, I'm paying $100, yeah. I, I'm putting the same effort out on the field. 100%. So, you know, I, I don't like I don't like hearing that shit. It's only flag football. Yeah, I agree. Then, then you know, like I said, don't play. Go join the gym. I agree. On that note, let's talk more about the game. Uh, Mikey's team looked really good. Mikey ran for one yard. It was a one-yard touchdown. He's facing a little bit of an ankle injury right now from week one. Yeah. Um, he, he, he looked good, though, in this game. He was getting the ball fast, hit a few dimes down the field to the Angstad. Uh, TJ had two touchdowns in this game, was a beast. Um, Denoya had a couple catches and run, big catch and runs off the line. Chase not playing there for them. This is a must-win for them. Had to get at least one win without Chase in the first two weeks. Chase will return this week for them, which is a huge, huge. boost to their yeah. team. They've kind of had a revolving door at third lineman for a while. Now they get to put one of the best linemen in the game on on their on their side and on the defensive side as well. Um, <clears throat> only one sack from them defensively from Suroff. That will obviously change with with um, with Chase being there. Paul Carter has been a great addition to this team for Miles, as as we fully expected. Yeah. Um, what I will say though is Mikey is really getting everyone the rock. Everyone is touching the ball. Everyone feeling involved. It was a good team win. Like I said, it was it, it, it was good. Um, they didn't go in there thinking they were going to smack the Ravens around. The Ravens weren't a bad team. The Ravens ran no, into the no, Patriots no. week one. Fair amount of trash talking from Mike, but you expect that. Yeah. Um, I thought that the Ravens at times did very well defensively at making things difficult for Mikey. Mike had a couple uh, uh, quick like late dump-offs that turned into big gains, but those are the things that can hurt you. Um I like the Bucks team going forward, especially with Chase. I guess it would just be Mikey's health is the only question mark. They have a good defensive line and a really good offensive, and they got good offensive talent. Cam had another good game for them, caught a couple balls, uh, made some tackles on the defensive side. Um, this was the game that Mikey team never trailed, and like I, even though it was nineteen to twelve when the Ravens had the ball, I don't think Mikey was ever worried about losing this game. Last week on the previews, we talked about it. We say, you know, Mike, Mikey gets it. Mikey knows how to win in this yeah, league. Yeah. And and like going into a game like this where you, you don't know what the outcome might be, but you kind of have the feeling that you know what I'm gonna I'm gonna side with the veteran leadership, and that's what you know we did. And that's really what it was at the end of the game, like you yeah. said, the leadership on the Ravens side wasn't great. They tried to score late to make it a one score game, weren't able to. But Mikey had this game in control. In control the Bucks had absolutely. this game in control. Um, and I like to see that after the week one loss to the Falcons, which they kind of had that game and kind of gave it away a little bit. I thought. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, good good bounce back for them. And after the week off, Mikey maybe is a little bit healthier. I know he had a little bit of a stumble at Leota's backyard on Friday before before the Jamaica trip. Uh, but he definitely will be uh, feeling better, I think, than he was the last time we saw him out there. Let's do the stats. Mikey, 11 of 16, 185 yards, three touchdowns. Also had the one-yard rushing touchdown. Suroff, two catches, 11 yards, and a sack. Paul Carter had a 22-yard touchdown catch. TJ Angstead had three catches, 61 yards, two touchdowns. Good to see him back. Yeah. Um, he missed week one. Yeah. Back, came back ready and, early. And Mikey wasn't happy about Mikey that. Mikey was not happy. TJ made sure he was asleep early <laughs> on Saturday night. Got to the field early. I was very excited to see that. Love to see TJ at the field. Denoy had two catches, 44 yards, and two pass breakups. Three tackles. Cam Crooms, three catches, 29 yards, three tackles. And Sean O'Donnell, one catch for 18 yards. For the Ravens, Eddie was 9 of 16, 83 yards, one touchdown, no picks. Also had 34 rushing yards and a one-yard rushing touchdown. Austin caught a 12-yard touchdown right before the half and had a sack. Joe Malozzi, two catches, 15 yards, and a pass breakup. Uh, Santiago had one catch for nine yards. Aaron had a catch for 27 yards and two tackles. Um, Shad had one catch. Q had three catches for 24 yards, a pass breakup, an interception. Um... And was one for five throwing the ball for eleven yards, and their new player Ponte was one. Anthony Ponte was one for uh, one catch eleven yards. Next game, twenty four minutes third down, eleven uh, thirty. Rams versus Chargers. Did you watch this game? I refed it. Me um, and Chris refed it. I'll no, be honest with you. It. it was a very boring game. There was a lot of running the football. Low energy, I thought, for the most part. A lot of shit talking going on in the trenches. I thought. 
very physical player. Like I say right now, uh, Justin Fumondo. He's the big guy for the the Rams. The big nose tackle and center. Problem in the middle. Yeah, he just yeah. causes havoc on every play. I heard a lot of guys talking about him on the sideline, yeah, and they're he, saying that you know physical. coming into this, they knew. What kind of player he was? He's I'm, physical. I, I I like seeing that. It's no, okay. I like seeing the physical. And he's he's not being like. There's nothing wrong with it. Like he's just he's taking like he when right. the play starts he takes his chest someone's chest and yeah, he manages it. Yeah. No, he man he's a big kid. Um, he's definitely one of the bigger guys in the league. One of the bigger guys to uh, handle on the line of scrimmage. But and my and Kyle uses that to his advantage. This guy's great at blocking. Rags did a good job snapping and blocking. Uh, Jordan, Jordan Cameron has done very well at stepping in offensive line and playing great offensive and defensive line for them. Uh, Markel catches two touchdowns for them. Got the dreads. He had a big, he had a nice game. Also, two pass breakups on defense. I knew he was going to come into the league immediately and make plays. Um, but in this game, it really kind of just showed like the Rams were just a little bit more physical and better than the Chargers. They win this game twenty-seven to six. It was twenty-seven nothing at a point. James threw a forty-four like forty-yard hail mary at the end of the game. Um, that Bryce caught for a touchdown. Offense, it, it, it didn't move as well as they needed to. They would get the touchdown. I mean, they would get the first down, and then they wouldn't get anywhere else, or they wouldn't even get the first down. They had a drive that started first and goal from the 10, didn't score off a of Bryce interception. Um, I just think that they need to figure it out offensively. Wickham needs to be able to push the ball, not even down the field, just quick slant. Throw a quick slant. You got to be able to throw the ball a little bit. Um, he was 3 of 16 in this game. Not not good. It just wasn't good. I like I like when they experiment with Bryce at quarterback or just like him take the snap. He looks for someone to throw, but he's one of the quickest dudes in the league, one of the quickest one step one step cutters in the league. So if you just want to put the ball in his hands, he touched the ball like ten times in the game. That's good. That's good. Like, you got yeah, whether, you gotta right. whether under center or Right. The, or receiving the football. Ball's got to be in his hands. One hundred percent. And James knows that one hundred percent. Oh, what I just found out: Pete Mancini out for the season. The guy who gave really? him really his foot. Wow, Not terrible. sure doing what, but he DM'd me a couple days ago. So. Ah, that's terrible. Yeah, definitely terrible. Uh, James, I don't know who he's getting to sub, but he will be getting someone to sub for the rest of the season. I hope you heal, Pete. like to see you back in the league. Yep, for sure. Uh, that's definitely a big loss to the Chargers. He didn't play in this game. Not sure if he had broken his foot prior or what. But um, Yeah, that's a big loss for them. No, it was a big loss for them. I thought they did a decent job blocking for James at times, but like I said, they were just that guy from Mondo's a beast, and Rags is really good. Um, and Jordan Cameron also played a really good game. He had a sack in this game as well. So... Um, they had four sacks. Wickhop ran the ball a bunch. They ran the ball 13 times as a team on like 30 plays, so about half, almost half the time they ran the ball. It can work, but you got to have some kind of aerial attack. And Collis did have an aerial attack. He only threw for 72 yards, but he's 8 of 12. He was persistent, threw the ball deep when he had to. Tommy Pierce made a really nice play in open space. Um, and like I said, Markel caught two touchdowns. So. It was a good team win for the Rams. They were really competitive. I liked how late this guy Justin Fomando. They were up twenty to nothing, and he was getting on the ball. We got to score for point differential because they got beat twenty one nothing last week. He's already thinking about that. I can tell this guy's a competitor. He want he wants to win, and uh, they went hurry up and scored immediately. Nice. So. I like to see Tommy get the ball a little more. Tommy's an athlete. Yeah, Tommy only touched the ball two times in this game. I know he's playing some blocking line for him at times because yeah. Tommy's so Tommy's someone that he'll do whatever he do whatever you need him whatever to do. Whatever you need him to do. I remember the first game I played with him, I was like, yo, we're gonna block and we're gonna run the ball a lot this game. And he was like, let's block. And yeah. I was like, that's awesome. Like, you gotta have a guy like that. It was a good first round pick. She wanna see the ball touch a little bit more, you know? Um I think Markel can do some of that blocking as well. And you can get Tommy the ball a little bit as well. Markel, great game though as well. As well, as well, as well. Sam, because we're gonna say it. <laughs> All right. Um, I really have nothing more to say. The Chargers need to be better offensively. Defensively, I didn't think they were bad. They got stops. They pulled the flag well. De Phillips had a very De Philippus. Had De Phil- no, De, De Phillips. De Phillips. It's De Phillips. De, De Phillips. De Phillips had a very good game. Oh, which is funny because his father came to me after the game and yeah. goes, "It's really De Philippus." Ah, Jesus. <laughs> but, but but they changed it. Okay. Oh. So it's De Phillips. It's De Phillips. That's De Phillips. Yeah. Okay. He had a really good game. He had two sacks and a couple tackles for loss. I thought he was early in the game at least was. Um, Making life difficult for the Cal, uh, Cal, the uh, Rams offense because everyone, everyone keeps wearing the same color back to back seasons or same whatever. All right, let's do the stats. Kyle is eight of 12, 72 yards, two touchdowns, two picks, ten carries, eighty yards, two touchdowns. Was also a defensive player in this game. He had five tackles and was really being really vocal and aggressive. I thought. Nice. Um, Ty Pierce two catches, forty one yards. Also had three tackles. Rags three sacks. Uh, boy Riggs. Yep, and a conversion as well. Jordan Cameron had a sack and pass breakup and three tackles. Markel, four catches, 25 yards, two touchdowns, two pass breakups. And um, Dom had a Dom Palomo had a catch for three yards and a couple of fly grabs as well. 
for the Chargers. Wickoff was 3 of 16, 46 yards, one touchdown, no picks, eight rushes, 70 yards. Bryce, two catches, 45 yards and a touchdown, four carries, 42 yards, uh, and one interception. Was 0 of 2 throwing the ball. To Phillips, uh, one catch, 10 yards, two sacks. Lebo had a sack. Uh, Josh Shevlin had two tackles. Jameer had an interception. And Seabass had one tackle. Other 11-30 game. The Patriots versus the Bills. Mm. Patriots wiped the floor with him a little bit. Is, but it, is that just uh, a you know hangover from the, no, so, uh, yeah, from the so second game? That's what that's what uh that's or, what or the are is saying. it truly, you know, they run into a buzzsaw on the Patriots. So I'll give I'm gonna I'm gonna give both sides their due. The Bills were defeated. After they blow that game late to us, I drive I drive down with two minutes to go, take their heart and I take their heart on fourth down and three. Like that's just taking your heart. Granted, you still gotta go back and play another game after. I know right. it was really hot out, but you still got a game to go play. Um, they had low energy, but guess who didn't? The, the Patriots. Patriots came after them. The Patriots said, "This is a wounded dog, and I'm gonna and I'm gonna stop on its neck, and I'm gonna kill it." And that's that. And they really did. They went out there, took a quick lead. IB had some answers at times. Yeah, never took their foot off the gas. They never took. I think they might have scored every single possession. Trevor was running all over them. Um, it was an offensive showcase. Honestly, for both sides, it was really an offensive showcase, yes. but really an offensive showcase from the Patriots. There was 48-31 victory, 77 combined points by the two sides. Yeah, the, the, you know, the Bills had no answer for uh, the Patriots on a, you know. No, they had none. Defensively. They, they, you know, they, could, they put up points, but they couldn't make they a stop could, when uh, they needed it. No, and I think, listen, I think stops come from legs. Stops come from legs. Yeah, when you have yeah. no legs, it's hard to get stops. It really is. And now, Give the Patriots credit. They yeah, got listen, we, 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 well, me in particular, I called out Trevor. Yeah, uh, and I did, and it wasn't in a bad way. I said, yeah. I, "You need him to step up and be the guy that he is," and and he came up in a big way. He um he answered your call probably just as good as anybody could. Yeah, uh, I'll yeah, read his stat line: I'm, twenty of twenty-five, one ninety-five, six touchdowns, no picks, eighty-seven rushing yards and a touchdown, that's, that's seven incredible. total touchdowns. Uh, it was an absolute offensive clinic. You saw very bad body language from the Bills. The Heat. Uh, the exhaustion late, a lot of guys not finishing the game. Saw saw some guys that I didn't expect to see on the sideline with eight, nine minutes to go on the sideline. Um, I expect them to bounce back in the big way, the Bills. They're one and two now, sitting in eighth place in the, in the, in the league. I don't expect Ivy to be in eighth place very long. No, I don't expect it either, but in this game, I like to talk more about yeah, the Patriots than talk, about, than talk about the Bills. I know last week uh, I remember you saying that you always wanted to get a guy like Hardigan on your team, so I made a point to you know let me focus in on. He played a great game. He's, mon- he's a monster. Yeah, he is a monster. Uh, I mean, they got great veteran leadership on that line with Corker, yep. Hardigan, and and, they, and Kenny Tindall. Tindall had a great Tindall, game too. Tindall. Yeah, no, he played great. I think they they have a really good team. Their weapons are serious with De Palma, with Starner, with CJ, with oh, Josh Stone, Taylor. Yeah. We didn't talk about any of these guys. No. These guys stepped up in a huge way. They all. Trevor is so good at getting everyone involved, letting everyone feel like they're a part of the team and what they're doing. Um, he spread the ball. Everyone touched the ball. It was a really good team win by them. Trevor stepped up to the plate. Um, and, and listen, before the game, they're watching your game against IB, and you know they're trying to figure out how they're going to attack them. And yeah. you know, I, you know th- that helps. I mean, get to the games early. Scout your teams. If you're not looking at films, you better be scouting your teams and and know what their tendencies are, and they pretty much were all over it. That was, yeah, it, so, was, it was a big yeah. day for Trevor. It was a big day. Yeah, I mean, you know, he put it all together uh, in, in his head and in his arm and his legs. You know, you get, you get games like that where everything clicks and everything's right, and, you know, it shows you what kind of team that they are and what kind of leader Trevor is. Yeah, no, he, uh, he stepped up in a big way. He has grown as a quarterback in the league at a, at a, at a crazy rate. Um, kind of knew it was going to happen. But uh, he's got a really good squad here, and they fill the stat sheet. Uh, the Bills absolutely defeated in that second game, and Trevor takes full advantage, gritting into the end zone on his last big, long touchdown run uh, to seal the game. Like I said, 48-31, to 31, 77 combined points. Um, probably most of you'll see on the season unless you get a real barn burner. All right, let's do the stats. Uh, Trevor, like I said, 20-25, 195 yards and six wow. touchdowns. Five carries, 87 yards, and one touchdown rushing. Jack, seven catches, 56 yards. Mike Cock, a three sacks and a safety. Nice. Uh, Chris Johnson, two catches, six yards, and a touchdown. Also had uh, conversion and two tackles. Nick Hardigan, four catches, 95 yards, two touchdowns. Also had a pass breakup and a tackle. 
Uh, Josh Taylor had a conversion as well, three tackles. Mark DePalma had four catches, 28 yards, two touchdowns, and a pass breakup. And Kenny Tindall had two catches, six yards, and one touchdown. For the Bills, IB 12 of 21, 176 yards, three touchdowns. Also had four carries, 67 yards, two touchdowns on the ground. Liam, five catches, 89 yards, five tackles. DeLon, two catches, 31 yards, three tackles. Uh, Isaiah Copes, two catches, 15 yards, both touchdowns. J.K. Will had a pass breakup. And Ryan Rougeau, three catches, 41 yards, and a touchdown. Good to see him get involved in the second game. What I will say is that they did not get any sacks. This is a good Bills defense. Trevor does a very good job of getting rid of the ball fast and not taking sacks. If Trevor takes a sack, it's really because probably nothing was open or the or the, or the offensive line broke down very quickly. Um, he's done a very good job at not taking he's, sacks, no negative plays. And he's keeping very good. At, he's got a quick release. He's very good at getting the ball out 100%, fast. And he sees the field very well. All right, last game of the day. It was a back-to-back doubleheader for the Patriots against the Eagles, led by Joe Pip. And this was a game that... Did you see it at all? No. Nah. Okay. Eagles had this one in hand. Um, That's what I heard. I Pip, heard they had Pip the lead. Was, and... Pip was moving the ball. They were getting turnovers. They had two interceptions early, one by Hughes off a tip ball, one by Pip off a tip ball. Um, scored off of both of them. They were up 18-6 to six with three minutes to go. Three minutes in the game. Three minutes off in the game, 18-6. to six. Trevor comes down, quick touchdown to De Palma. Or to De Palma Jack. Yeah, it was De Palma. No, you know, yeah, quick touchdown to De Palma after he ran one in earlier, and then they, need they stop, go right? for the onside kick. Don't okay. get it. But then it's first and goal from the twenty, and Kenny Tindall has back to back sacks on back to back plays. Moves Joey and the Eagles into third down and forever. They end up punting. At Trevor with no timeouts left takes them right down the field with like twenty seconds left. Hits Jack in the back of the end zone for a game winning touchdown. If you're the Eagles, you stick to your stomach. If you're the Patriots, you got to think to yourself, damn, that the heat, it was 90 plus degrees. We go out there and double header. We take down IB in a second game. And in the second game of the back to back, we come back with two minutes. So those are the legs of guys with uh, 78 minutes of football under themselves for the day. In the heat. In the heat. Um, I give a lot of credit to the Patriots. So, yeah. They they stepped up in a big way. Trevor, in a huge way, steps up, makes plays. This was Trevor's day, 10 touchdown day for Trevor. Wow. Um, very, very good day for Trevor Garland and the whole uh, Patriots team. They played a great day as a whole. Trevor had Trevor. We talk about leadership. Let's talk about Trevor's leadership today in that game, in those games, I should say. Um, he was great leading the team, talking a little bit of shit. Um, he's really feeling himself right now. We were talking about this, and he should. Yeah, no, he should. Hundred percent should be talk, feeling himself. He's been playing great. Um, very happy to see that. As for the Eagles, not happy to see them blow a lead. Not happy to see them lose late in the game. Uh, did Galante play? Galante did not play in this game. He was not there. Uh, I thought Pitt played well at quarterback. He was. They were moving the ball. They just couldn't get in the end zone. He threw for 144 yards. Was 19 to 25. So nice. He, he he was good in this game. I can't lie. Um, but it's tough. You turned over. You turned over Trevor uh, three times, and you can't win the game. You yeah. You pretty much dominate the game until the last three minutes. Yep. But that's that's the mark of a champion when you can come down like that and bring your team back again. Second game of a doubleheader. And absolutely score when you have to. Uh, you know that's yeah. You can't say enough about that. I think it's uh, it just shows he's just so calm, poised behind the line. They were they were. You know what it was? It looked like the Eagles in the last last three minutes of the game were playing their 78th, 79th, 80th minute of the day because right. their D line was slow, wasn't getting enough pressure, and Trevor, like he always does, gets the ball off fast and makes lets guys make plays in space. So all the credits to the Patriots. Uh, Mark Cota had a really good game in this one as well as Dins. I thought. But it just wasn't enough. Eagles fall 19-18. So it comes down to conversions. One more conversion. So what's their record now? Eagles? Yeah. 0-2. Oh and but, but they played against me, and they played against Trevor. So right. they probably okay. played, I'm not going to say the two best teams, but two of probably the three right now. Two of the four, whatever. I'm not going to, won't glow yet. It's only two weeks into the season. But they played two of the teams that are currently sitting undefeated. So um, I'm not worried about them, but don't don't uh, don't make losing a habit. <laughs> All right, stats for this game, then we'll get on to a preview. Pip, 19-25, 144 yards, three touchdowns, also had 34 rushing yards, also had two picks and three tackles. Matt Hughes, four catches, 25 yards, and a diving interception. Uh, Mark Okota, six catches, 74 yards, two touchdowns. Uh, Steve Drew had four catches for six yards. Dins had three catches for 13 yards and a touchdown, also had four tackles. 
Joe Venti had a catch for 23 yards. Uh, ninth round pick, Dennis Sutton. Two sacks and a pass breakup that led to the Matt Hughes interception. Nice. Like he's those going late to, round picks. Like he's him. going to, when they get him at receiver and get him the ball in his hands, I think he's going to be a dangerous player for them. Um, and Rob Reddington, one catch for three yards, also four tackles on defense. Exactly, Rob. Rob, Rob, Rob. All right, and for the Patriots, Trevor was 17 of 24, 152 yards, two touchdowns throwing, 21 rushing yards, and a touchdown uh, rushing. Like I said, 10 touchdown day for Trevor, over 100 total rushing yards. Um, probably had almost 350 passing yards. So Monster. great day for Trevor. Yeah. Jack, seven catches, 59 yards, one touchdown, was the game winner, four tackles as well. Kaka, two sacks. Jack is back. Jack is back. Really good in the Eagles game. Outside the one drop early, or late, I should say. Uh, CJ, five catches, 45 yards, had a sack and two pass breakups. Hardigan had a, only one catch in this game. Uh, JT had a interception and six tackles. De Palma had two catches, 42 yards, and a touchdown. Also had a pass breakup. And Kenny Tindall had two catches and six yards. Also had those two sacks that were very important late in the game. Two tackles. And Billy Waters had two tackles as well. And that is the week two wrap-up. Wrap-up, recap, whatever you want to talk. Yeah, it's still going. It's still going. All right. We're going to a week three preview now. Um, we're going to run through these games. We'll give quick synopsis. We're going for 40 minutes. We'll give you probably 20 with these last games. Chris is waiting for the Patriots uh, preview right here. He's got a little bit going on. Yeah, at least 20 minutes probably. All right. First game of the day, Eagles versus Cowboys. The Eagles schedule brutal to start the season. They brutal. play the Patriots, they play the Eagles, I mean, they play the Patriots, they play the Raiders, and they play the Cowboys. Justin back this week? Justin is back this week from Key West. Um, I, from what I hear, Cowboys and Eagles both at full strength. Um, if you're the Eagles, slow the game down. Limit the Cowboys' offensive possessions. They are a um, dynamic offensive team. I think the, the key is keeping Justin's hands off of the ball as much as possible. Um as you can see from the film, they like to get Augie going early, but he has Bowen and, and Pisco to, to also do the receiving work if you shut down Augie in any way. Um, don't leave guys, if you're the Eagles, don't leave guys in mismatches that should not be out there. You know who I'm talking about. Um, if you are going to try to play fast-paced at all, you need to take care of the football. Don't throw the ball into the middle of the defense where Justin is lurking. Uh, try to get, try to make sure you're blocking Justin on run plays because he's the main flag grabber for their team as he has everything he plays on. Um, you got to play a sound football game. Can't turn the football over. Joey has to replicate his performance from last week if they have any chance of winning this game. Also, I think they have to dominate the trenches. They can do that with Hughes, uh, Maselli, Giroux, Dennis. They got guys that can get after the quarterback as well as uh, block for Pip. I do think that Pip will have time in this game. Uh, Pisco is a fast rusher, but they have big bodies that are protecting so, um, anything for you from you? Cowboys, uh, they're a team that could score on almost every possession and have the ball. Correct. And all their big time players are all playing at a high level, high level right now. Mm -hmm. uh, I think the Eagles got their work cut out for them. I think it might be a little bit too much. Yeah. Uh, you start your pick if you'd like. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the Cowboys uh, mainly because this week I'm on uh, IG to one of my favorite. Uh, People that I follow, Jiggly Puffingtons, and I saw a big like from Justin Ferrara. Oh, made me happy. Jesus Christ. <laughs> made me happy that I saw. <laughs> Jiggly oh, Puffingtons, okay. Oh, that's good. All right. So I'm, I'm going to go with the, uh, the Jiggly fan. Tommy is on the Cowboys this week. Um, I am also going to take the Cowboys. I think you're going to be a little hard-pressed to bet against them right now. They're playing at a very high level with or without Justin offensively. And defensively, adding Justin back to that defense is just makes it even deadlier with Sobes, with Piscopo, with Spo, with Bowen and Augie. So I think they're just loaded everywhere, Cowboys. And I'm going to take the Cowboys in this game. If the Eagles, like I said, the Eagles want to keep it close, play physical, block, and make them flag grab. Like make the other guys flag grab that aren't Justin and Augie. Yeah, That's if they have any shot, they have to uh, limit the amount of time that the Cowboys have the ball. Correct. They have to have a ball control offense. Yep. And with their offensive line, I think they could be able to run a little bit. Yeah. On them. So we'll see what happens. Uh, we'll see if the linemen that the Cowboys drafted can take the next step forward. Abdul Carvin, uh, Kai Martin got his first action this past week. Um, if they step up, this team is dangerous. Both of the Cowboys, other 930 game, Bills versus Ravens. Eddie Guzman not playing out with an knee injury. Oof. Taking two weeks off due to, for work. 
as the man does something with manual labor. So he doesn't want to take that risk. I completely understand that. Like we said before, I understand it's on the NFL, but life does come first and job does come first. I know he's got a daughter too, so definitely wants to be there for her as well. God bless. Um, With that being said, I I expect Q Hunter to play quarterback. He's been the other guy who plays quarterback for them in the season. I like what I see from him. He is dynamic. He is dynamic. He is athletic. I want to see him run, run, run. Use that big offensive line. You have Melozzi, Santiago, Austin. Run behind those guys. And you can throw the ball, dump it off a little bit. You got athletes that can play for you. I just want to see cohesiveness. I want to see guys stick together. You know what? It doesn't matter what the outcome of this game is. Of course, you like to win. But, you know, play as a team. Yeah, definitely. And get better. Get better because it's a long season. And you're playing the Bills, who I be coming off two losses. Probably not very happy about it. I expect the offense to be uh, very well organized, game plan, very well, uh, very in sync. I think the team is going to be coming out with fire, uh, ready to go. And I could see this being a little bit... Uh, a little bit of a blowout, but what yeah, I, I will say, say, whatever the over is in this game, take it. What I will say is that the like we said in the uh, the recap, IB has now gone two of three games without scoring in the first half. Uh, something to monitor. Very Let's see how long. IB very uncharacteristic of Anthony and Bimbo. Um, I don't expect that in this game. If you were wondering, I expect IB to get over thirty in this game. And if you're the Ravens and you're listening to this, shut me up. But that is what I'm going to take. I think the Ravens defense probably been all right. They held Garland at 26, and they held uh, Mikey to 25. That's those aren't bad numbers. Like that's not that's not a bad score to hold teams to, especially if it's your first two games in the league. You know, um, but definitely need to continue to improve. And like Tommy said, cohesiveness. But I think we're both on the Bills here. Yeah, right? absolutely. Yeah, I just think that the Bills are going to come back. From their two loss weekend and get back on track as we head into as we head out of week three. Um, next game of the day, we got Dolphins versus Saints. Saints playing without a lot of their guys due to the fact they're playing in the championship game this Sunday. Oh, they made it. Yep, okay. they made it to the championship. They're playing at 4 o'clock at Asbury Park High School. If you'd like to go and support them, that's where they're going to be playing at 50K. It's a 7-on-7, seven seven, uh, no-pads tackle league. Insane. God bless the quarterback. God, God, yeah, God bless the quarterback. Um, in this game, though, you will have... Um, I'm not even sure it's playing quarterback for Maybe Dev. Dev might play quarterback for him. I know he wanted to play a little quarterback. He's a fast athlete. I like fast athletes to play quarterback. You're dynamic. You make guys miss. You can be effective. Um, you're luck- Luckily for the Saints, they're playing a team who has not scored an offensive touchdown yet. Can the Dolphins get on the board? Do you have the Dolphins getting an offensive touchdown this week, Tommy? I'd like to say yes. I'm not saying no. No is like for them not to score a touchdown three straight weeks offensively. Yeah, you, you don't get that in this league. You don't get nah. that. No, they will figure it out. I got them scoring a touchdown for sure. I got them scoring multiple touchdowns. But the Saints, uh, the Saints could give them. The Saints have a lot of experienced football players, so they could give them a little bit of run for their money in terms of scoring. Like scoring defensively, I think this is going to be a low scoring game. Um, I think that if the Dolphins are going to win, I would give them the same game plan as the Eagles. Well, Slow it down. Run the ball. Use Dexter at quarterback a little bit. Use his legs to your advantage. Make sure he's touching the ball. Get Vin Orlando the ball a little bit. Bartlett is a good guy to get the ball to as well. Um, spread the wealth and let your guys do the work for you, Negron. I, like it's a lot easier that way. Am I? Yeah, opinion. I mean, if, if you're gonna grab a game, this is the game to grab. This is the game to grab. You're playing against a, a wounded Saints team who's missing a lot of their guys. They got five of their own. They're gonna get a couple. They have two subs. But um, linemen for Ashante and Styri. So they're going to be playing with, they're going to be not have the athletes. You're going to probably have to be able to out athlete them at some point in this game. So yeah. you need to get this job to get the job done. Um, get your record to one and two and uh, move forward as you try to uh, save the beginning of this campaign. Who are you taking? Yeah, I'm going to go with the Saints. I am also going with the Saints. Yeah. I don't trust the Dolphins to score. The Saints I, have proven they yeah. can score with three people at quarterback already. Yeah, prove us wrong. I mean, prove us I, wrong. I, I look at that Dolphin team up and down. They're such a good team. I just I got low scoring. Yeah, I got I got to see something. I got to see something offensively. I got 15-13. You got to put together some drives. I, I move the ball. I've got to see more than I've seen in the first two weeks. Yeah, I got so until I, I do see that, I'm I'm going with the same. It's the same. It's the same. Uh, the same shit we said about Roman. So. Hopefully he just turns it around like he did last year, but hopefully he does it a little bit quicker. Yeah, but you figured that he figured it out at the end of the year. You figured that let me carry it over. I know what to do now to win in this league and haven't seen it. Haven't seen it. I hope we do see it this week in some capacity. But I'm also taking the Saints. I think Lou Velez might have a big day. I think that uh Devney or no Dev, A lot of athletes yeah, on that yeah, team, so I'm athletes. not counting them out. No, I'm not, and I'm picking the Saints. So uh let's go so far we're on the same teams each of the first three games. I think we'll probably be on the same team the next game also. 
Oh, Jesus. Falcons, Chargers. As we said, Pete Mancini out for the season for the Chargers. Not sure who they're getting. That sucks. Uh, Wickham said he'll let me know, but he was a high second-round pick, so you basically can't get anybody, but you're a good player. Um, And in this game, the Falcons are rolling in one direction, and the Chargers are rolling in the wrong direction. Trending in different directions. Um, The Falcons look good. Like we've said all season so far, Hogreave has figured it out, getting rid of the ball fast. The Falcons have great energy, good leadership on both sides of the ball. And in this game, I think that is going to just be enough right there to carry them to victory. They've been very good at um, flag pulling this season, and they haven't made many mistakes on either side of the ball. So... um, they had a great defensive showing last week and against the Cowboys. They held the Cowboys to 20 points. We just talked about the Cowboys as a team that could score every time they touched the ball. Held them to three scores in a game. I think the Falcons have a good defense led by Leota and Q and Dwan and Tuna. And Hogreave continues to take care of the football. I think they'll be all right. I'm going to start my pick here. You can talk about the game. I'm taking the Falcons. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Falcons also. But here's a game. Uh, don't overlook this game. Okay. Uh, you're playing a wounded Chargers out. first game of a doubleheader. Okay, you're playing a wounded animal. You know, they're coming in 0-2, uh, desperate, uh, can't drop the 0-3, and then playing the uh, second game yep. of a double header. So uh, I think that Atlanta, Atlanta, the Falcons, have, so, yeah, right? I know, uh, the Falcons have to be on their game. And they, they can't, you have to look at this as you're playing uh, one of the better teams in the league. Yeah, you have to sleepwalk through this team because James Wickhoff, I know, hasn't looked great this season but he did lead a team to six and two and a three seed last summer so i'm not going to count him out he's a guy who i know is going to have game plan ready to go um but i just i can't pick them right now they scored they scored 20 and it was it didn't look great in the first game and then last week they only scored seven and it was the last play of the game so yeah they're lacking a little bit they're lacking a little offensively um and and atlanta's got it going on like i said both sides of the ball so like i said don't want to see the let up uh, Chris, to be a winner in this league, you have to take care of games like this. I agree. Um, I am taking the Falcons, but I'm going to say this is a sneaky game. For, I'm, like, yeah. You kind of you kind of implied that already. Um, it's a sneaky game. It's a game that if the Chargers get up early and force the Falcons into a little bit of game pressure they didn't necessarily expect, it could come back to haunt them. And then you're fighting from behind. And Listen, we're just amateurs. It's any given Sunday. Yeah. If you, yeah. You, you've heard me and Tommy pick the same team for the first four games of the, of the slate so far. I think we're only going to have two, maybe one difference. Um, but yeah, it, we could easily come prove us wrong. We've had people say "fuck the podcast" because we pick against them and then they win and then they win the game. So uh, we're both on the Falcons, but we do believe that this is a sneaky game for the Chargers to potentially pull off an upset. All right, let's stick with the Chargers now. After we play the Fal- they play the Falcons, they have to play against me and the Raiders. Um, I'm gonna keep. I'll keep it short. I I talked a lot about us on the on the on the recap. I think we're a really good team. I think we've only. We've only like tapped what we can really do defensively, um, offensively with my teams. It's kind of the same shit. We run the same, a lot of the same plays we've always ran, but it's different. Are you playing the Chargers or the Falcons? Chargers, Chargers. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Falcons, Falcons had doubleheader week one, so we yeah. like to split them up a little bit. Um, I just think that we're going to be able to use our defensive line, our offensive line to manhandle most teams in this league, in my opinion. Um, the Chargers have a good line with to Phillips, uh, Lebo, Randy Myers. They have good with Cop on D line. Um, it's a good team. It's a good team. I just think that, especially because it's going to be their second game back to back, and they're going to be tired. It shouldn't be too hot this week. I think it's supposed to be like eighty. Um, I just think that we're going to be a little too much to handle. Our energy has been very high, and we've been feeding off of each other in a very, uh, very good way. And I think that as long as we continue that uh, energy, playing from ahead, we haven't played from behind yet this year. So we're going to continue to get first score, play ahead, and kind of control the game tempo and how we want to run, um, how we want to play the game. I'm obviously taking us. I think if the Chargers are going to win, it's going to take a uh, turnover from our team plus very good execution offensively on their part. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm going to go with your uh, with the Raiders also. Yeah, like I said, um, this could be desperation. Uh, second game of doubleheader, especially if they lose to the Falcons. Uh, it's, it's it's tough schedule for them this week. Uh, yeah, no, they got two tough it's games. It's a competitive team. They just they got to find a way to hang in there. What I will say for the Chargers is if you did fall to zero and four, you still haven't played any of the other teams that are next to you in the standings or below you right. in the standings. So there is room for wins. Don't act like four losses and you're out of the playoffs. It usually, only takes. I think we've seen every year it only takes like three wins to get into the playoffs. Again, yeah. What with this season, we have twelve teams, eight make the playoffs, no playing rounds. I mean, so, hell, as, as bad as we talked about Rome last year, they, they, they made got the, the playoffs, playoffs, yeah, and they almost knocked off. 
the one seed. And they won a playoff game, won a play-in game, but still, right. yeah. And they did almost end up the one seed. Um, gave them a run for their money. So we are both on the Raiders. Uh, Chargers have a tough doubleheader with the Falcons and then the Raiders to follow. Other 11-30 game, this game's interesting. The Rams versus the Bucks. Ooh. Rams seem like they're at full strength. Bucks get chased back. Haven't heard anything different. Mikey still got a sore ankle. You can talk about it first. Uh, <laughs> this is a good game. Good athletes on both sides of the ball. Uh, you know, I, I always talk about Collis. Love the way he plays the game. Great competitor. Uh, and talk about Mikey and his veteran leadership. I think Chase does make a huge difference in this right. game. Uh, on both sides of the ball. Not only is he a great defender, we know he's probably the best pass rusher in the league. Um, it's it, he if he gets his hands on the ball, he could take it to the house anytime too. Yeah, he's that kind of an athlete. athlete. Uh, I I see Mikey getting on the ball at times too. Uh, Mikey can spread the ball around. He can get to, he gets it to his playmakers. He gets it to everybody. Yeah. Uh, hopefully he's healthy and even even a not one hundred percent Mikey is still you know better than most in this league. He's that kind of a competitor. He knows how to win and he'll do what it takes to win. Yeah, I think it's going to be an interesting matchup. Suroff uh, going against his former coach, uh, Fumondo, who was his former coach at Manalapan. Uh, should be a funny matchup on the offensive line to watch. I'm mad I'm playing at the same time, so I don't get to watch it, but I imagine I'll hear all about it after. Um, I I like this Rams team. I know they got off to a really bad start week one, ran to a, into a Bills team that was way more prepared than they were for that game, but they come back in a big way. They take care of business against the Chargers team that they the were definitely bigger than, they, bigger than better than. Um, in this game, I think they're going to try to use the exact same strategy. Bully them on the line. Make plays be effective. I don't think it's going to work as well, but I think the matchups are there for a very good day between DePhillips and Chase and... Oh, not DePhillips, sorry. Um, Chase and Fomondo, um, Jordan Cameron, Rags. Um, what is the record? One and one. one and and one. Bucks are also one and one. I'll start with the picks. Wait, <sighs> no? No, I'm... I'm I'm, I'm confused. What's wrong? The, the char- who did the Chargers play in overtime in the first week? Saints. Oh, it was the Saints. Yeah, I thought yeah. it was the Rams. No, no, no. no. Oh, Rams this, this past okay, week. Okay, so yeah. They- no, no worries. No worries. Um, I think if the Bucks are going to... I'll give X-Factors. This is probably this is probably like the game of the week outside of the last game we'll talk about. Um, the Ra- like For the Rams, if they're going to win, they have to win the line of scrimmage, which is tough when you're going against Chase. And I, I'm going to say this again about Collis. He stands a little close to the center. Rags is a very good um, snapper. He can snap the ball hard. Stand a little farther back this week. Chase is coming fast yeah, off the edge. Yeah. You want to give yourself a little... Kyle, you're a very good athlete. Give yourself a little more room to work with in the pocket, you know? I think that Rags, Fumundo, and um, Ty Pierce... Don Palumbo, Don Palumbo snapped this past week. I thought he did a really good job at, um, at playing offensive line and blocking. Played defensive line this week as well. Uh, he's got some guys playing different positions than they used to be playing, but I'm going to go with the Rams. Wow. Who are you going with? I wanted to pick the Rams. Uh, pick the Bucks. A, a lot of guys there. I'm, I'm going. Uh, chase factor. Chase, um, no, chase is a huge factor. This yeah, game. And, and and again, uh, veteran leadership from Mike. I'm going to go with the. I the think Bucks. I'm taking. I think I'm taking the slight underdog in this game. I think the Bucks have looked a little bit better this season so far. They add Chase. The Rams looked really good last week, but against the Chargers team. So, um, I'm yeah. I'm also going to go with. Uh, no, you're going with the Bucks. I'm going I'm with the Rams. Rams. That's our first game that we're not picking the same team. I said and that. And trust me, I could easily went with the Rams on this one. Too. And I could have easily went with the Bucks. Bucks I think right? this going to be a very good game. I'm mad I'm playing at the same time. I can't watch it. I'll be watching this game. All right. Last game of the day, and I think you should stay for it. Raiders versus the Patriots. As Chris is. Oh, no. Oh, okay. never mind. Okay. Um, <laughs> Raiders versus Patriots. Um, big matchup. Uh, no excuses about the second game of a doubleheader for the Raiders. We are not worried about it. We are fully taking this game by storm. We are ready to go. Game plan has been sent to the chat. Um, we're not looking overlooking the Chargers, but I did tell my team I'm hoping that we can handle the Chargers so that we're not gassed for the second game. We're going to have all 10 guys there this week, so it's good for subbing, getting guys in and out in the first game. Um, keys for the game. Me and Trevor always play phenomenal games. Offensive showcases. It's just going to come down to which defense it gets to stop. When Louisville played Clemson at the end last season... We got to stop, and we scored to win the game. The game the year before that, he got to stop, won the game against us. Or got to stop, came back down, got the playoff win against us. Me and Trevor have a great rivalry going right now. I was going to ask you, is it, do you have the same effect on him as you have on IB? No, I don't. Garland, Garland has got, not he has my number, but he's beaten me multiple times. 
Um, I don't know. Is that okay? Um, no, he's. Be, I do not have the same effect that I have against Ivy that I do Garland. Um, Garland is a very is a very good passer. He gets rid of the ball fast. I think that's a big thing for them in this game because they're going to be able to neutralize our defensive line rush that's been so good because Trevor is so good at getting rid of the ball. Um, obviously, I'm going to take myself in this game so you can talk a little bit about the matchup if you like. You think you know me? <laughs> oh, my God. Stop it. No way the Patriots lose. Patriots blowout winner of the week. Oh, oh blowout. It's funny. Someone actually texted me, said that a Patriots player said the spread in the game was 14 and a half. 17 million and a half. Get out of oh. here. Raiders. You were Raiders, right? Yeah. Say goodbye. Say goodbye. Yeah. It, it, I'm, I'm a huge Raider fan. You are a huge Raider fan. Um, I'm, yeah, you talk about the game. Talk about the game because he just. Uh, yeah, I, I actually think that you know, again, you had a great draft and you put together a team that could actually, you know, absolutely run for the title. Uh, and I, I expect you to beat it at the end. Uh, right now, I, I, you know, I've called out Trevor a couple of times and he's just responded in a big way. Continue. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna call him out again. But here's here's the thing. <laughs> just kidding. Trevor should keep calling you out. Yeah, yeah. But here's the thing. Yeah. I, he responded in such a big way, and I think he's. Got great leadership, and if I'm putting a team at, at uh, the number one ranking this week, I know what I'm going to put it on his shoulders this week. Hmm. I'm gonna, you're the underdog this week. Okay. You you got to come to play Trevor and his in his crew. I agree. It looks way more. They look more impressive against the Bills than we did, and they got a double. So now right. I want to see how you respond to to wearing the crown right now. Yeah. No, I but think I, I'm putting you on the best. pedestal because you fucking deserve it. Your team deserves it. Uh, come out and play like the the number one team that I'm, I'm giving you the ranking for. Uh, no disrespect to any other team, no, Cowboys, no, Raiders. Team, yeah, too. But you know what? Trevor's playing at a high level, and I want to see this yes. team continue. Uh, I'm, 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 again, I'm calling the team out. This is your big game to show up. Who are you taking? Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with. Uh, I guess, I'm going with the Patriots. Do it, do it. Yeah, I'm going with the Patriots. You, I don't think, I don't think you. I can't remember the last time you didn't pick me in a game. I can't remember. Almost every week. Yeah. No, you pick, me, you pick me every single week. I can't. Pretty I mean, much. It's, it's, it's a good bet, honestly. I have a very good record. But Trevor, this is a this is a great opponent. They have a great team. What I will say about their defense is they have no weakness. The one that I think I can 100% go at and think that's the guy we're going to attack today. Um, and offensively, we have a, we, we're, we got our hands full with a, th- a three-headed monster of receivers in CJ, but De Palma. Jack Stoner, I'll even add Nick Hardigan in there. Yeah. I'll add Josh Taylor in there. So they got a lot of weapons, a lot of guys that can make plays. Um, let's yeah, see, let's I, see his defense makes a I stop. I keep telling him, you know, I'm waiting for him to make that next step. Uh, I think he's there. Trevor's there. Trevor is there. He's he in the is there. Now, now, now that you're there, I want to see you maintain. Maintain so. and get to the top. That's the that's yeah, the only, that's, that's the only, listen. I think for Trevor, it's the only thing left. Only Trev- left from you know, the championship. Not just Trevor, the whole team. Make this league fear you. You know. Yeah. You know what? And, you came out and, and you, you beat on your chest last week, and you know yeah. you, you bullied uh, IB, <laughs> and you came back and, and and grabbed the victory right from the Eagles. You know, in the last Jaws minutes of the game, the Jaws Jaws yeah. I mean, be be that team. Continue to be that team if you're the Patriots. I got Raiders 27-24. I think it's gonna come down to a one touchdown. Yeah, game also. every time me and Trevor play, it's a one touchdown affair. Um, very excited for this game. Let's get a consensus. We're just gonna let's just talk out a power rankings real quick before we go. Let's list out the twelve. Let's have the twelve teams real quick. I'll type them out, um, and we can go off of the twelve teams. All right. So you got three teams that are undefeated: uh, the Cowboys three and the Patriots three and and the Raiders two and Then you have, then you have the Falcons are two and one. And you have the Bucks, Rams, and Saints all at one and one, and the Bills are one and two, and then the Eagles, Chargers, Ravens, Dolphins are all zero oh and two. You put the Patriots at number one. I'll agree with it. They look very good. Personally, I think the Cowboys probably look a little bit better than us. Yeah, yeah. Just, no, but just like based on like, but who, have they played anyone? They played the Falcons, who were two and one. Good, so good team. Yeah, and then they played the Saints, who they played. They beat them. They're shorthanded. Yeah, and then they played. Who they play? Yeah, doubleheader one. Yeah, oh. they played. Uh, Oh, who did they play? I'm just going down the teams. I can't. Oh, Dolphins being 41 yeah, in the first yeah. game. Um, no, I, I think I based think, on strength of schedule, I think I could easily make the Cowboys uh, number one in the rankings, but because uh, the, the Patriots have some impressive wins, I'm going with them at number one. Yeah, so Patriots. Yeah, yeah. So no, we're doing content. We're just talking out of contenders Patriots right now. One. They got Patriots one, the Cowboys two. We're gonna go Raiders three. three. Yeah. Um, 
Got the Falcons at four. They yeah. beat the Bucks head to head, and Absolutely. I think they look very good right now. Um, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. If this is like power rankings, mm-hmm. then it's the Bills at four. Oh, th- who do you have? You have the Raiders over the Bills? We beat them, dude. Shut up. We won the game without two of our players. All right. I can't. I'm I gonna can't. go. No, I'm gonna go Falcons four. Yeah, Bills five. Yeah. Bills five. You are what you what Bills your record five, is. Falcons four. Yeah. You are what little, your record is. Little, little, right. We're going. We're going Falcons four. We're going Bills five. I'm going with the Rams. I picked them over the Bucks six. You're gonna go with the Bucks over the Rams exactly. at six. That's our six seven. Unless you think the Saints are better than both either nah. of those teams. I think Where's the Eagles. Oh, and two. Uh, and, and, until I see the Rams. Ra- Eleven twelve. Until I see the Saints play with a full team, I, I no, yeah no they won a game, so right. you're gonna stay in the. And I like Stereo. I like the way he played. Yeah, I know this is the championship. You know, I, this yeah, game. right. Um, so you have Falcons, Bills, Bucks, Rams, Saints. I have Falcons, Bills, Rams, Bucks, Saints, and then how do you put these four zero and two teams? Eagles, Chargers, Ravens, Dolphins. I think I Eagles have it at in, the top. I think I have it in yeah. that order: Eagles, Chargers, Ravens, Dolphins. Yes, the Ravens play the Dolphins I'm going today. That way I'm taking the Ravens. Yeah, I'll go with that. If they also. play tomorrow, if they play Who's outside. Their quarterback? Is that any good? He's out for two weeks. So I, I think that kid Q's gonna be quarterback. So he should be. He was pretty good. Yeah, electric. Yeah. All right, so those were our power rankings. Those were consensus. We just talked it out. If you're a Raider, if you're the Raider and you're still listening, don't worry. I think we're number one. But we'll prove it this week against the Patriots. Thank you for listening for over an hour to the pod. Sorry to be off the airwaves for so long. We will see you on Sunday at Rebels Field. Peace. Peace.